Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Amiga, welcome back to the podcast. I have been talking a lot lately on social media about building our self-trust and how really self-trust is a huge part of stepping into our confidence, stepping into that next level in our life or business, and really just to bring to life all of those big goals and that big vision that you have for yourself. Before we get into the podcast episode, I want to remind you, if you are listening to this in real time on May 18th, we have our free masterclass today. It is today, five key steps to build your dream life. Join me at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Central time to really dig deeper into this specific topic and what it takes to build your dream life. I'll be going over some of the things that have helped me, some of the things that I have learned through my own journey, through taking coaching as well, and share it with all of you. These are some of the topics that we also go deep deeper into inside Mujeron University. By signing up to this masterclass, you will be getting First Dibs on Mujeron University, which is our signature group coaching program that starts next month. And this is a very intimate setting group coaching. So we do only have a few women inside the coaching program. Um, I love to have an intimate setting because I feel like it's more personal. We get really into what are the things that we want to work on. So Join us today for the free masterclass. The link is on the show notes. If you are listening to this after the fact, make sure you check out our Instagram. There are ways for you to access the replay. Even if you don't have time to join today, but you want the replay, make sure you still drop your email on there so that I can send that over to you. So one of the things that I've been talking about within self-trust and to build that self-trust is to keep the promises that you made to yourself. So on today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about how to keep the promises that you made to yourself. We'll be diving deep into this topic that is crucial for achieving your goals keeping your promises that you made to yourself. In this 15-minute episode, we'll discuss the importance of self-commitment, share practical strategies to stay accountable, and provide tips for overcoming challenges along the way. Now, this might be or might not be a 15-minute episode because I also want to share a little bit more about my story. If you are new here, how I got to build Mujeron Movement, what sparked that within me, how many different phases of building self-trust and keeping those promises that I made to myself needed to happen in order to get to where I am today. And I think it's super important to share that because 
these type of visions, these big goals that you have, that vision, that big, big end goal that you have for yourself is not going to happen in one month, one year, two years. It's going to take time for you to build this self-trust. It's going to, to take time for you to step into that confidence, into that next level in whatever that you're building and really being transparent about that part I think is super important in order for us to really get clear on where we are going, what, you know, it took other people to build what they have today and not compare ourselves and how much we're doing because all of our journeys are different. With that being said, I want to take you back to 2018 when I kind of had the idea of Mujer on Movement and to be honest, it was nothing like what it is today. Like my idea wasn't even close to what it turned out to be today. But in 2018, it's when something inside of me really sparked. I had just lost the opportunity of my life after participating in Nuestra Belleza Latina for the second time. If you don't know, my biggest goal back then was to be on TV. I really wanted to be a TV reporter. I wanted to be a TV personality. That was something that I really, really saw myself doing, especially in the Hispanic community, the Hispanic networks. So if you haven't heard of Nuestra Belleza Latina, it's a reality TV show slash pageant. It was a part of one of the largest Hispanic TV networks. I had participated twice on that show. The first time I was only 19 years old and I had just graduated from high school. I had just turned 19. I think I turned 19 during the process or right after, but I was really exposed to a different life and just something so different than what I was used to back at home in Arizona and just growing up very much Uh, protected and in this very second household where you know we were taken care of and to go out into the world where you had never been on your own before at this point I had never left my house this was the first experience outside of my house doing something completely by myself and it was something that really changed my life forever the experience was bittersweet i talk a lot about this on the first episode of this podcast but just to give you a quick recap it was one of the most challenging and fulfilling experiences of my life because i was living the dream in you know miami going into the TV network, the studio, seeing the life that it would have been if I were to become a national TV reporter and, you know, the glamour of being backstage and getting ready for a show and the makeup artists, the stylists and all of the things. It was such a beautiful and impactful experience. But at the same time, I hadn't worked enough on my inner self 
and really stepped into the confidence and knew my self-worth that a lot of the comments that were said and obviously you know in any industry you need to be better improve and all of that were really hard for me to take as a 19 year old i remember being in this competition and being signaled as you know la gordita del grupo because i was the thicker one and to be honest if i look back i was completely not where in the in that shape in that worst shape that I thought I was but that's beyond the point uh one of the, the contestants had said uh no va a ganar un mujeron they're not going to choose a mujeron to win and that word mujeron really stuck with me for a very long time way after my participation in that contest I just really embodied that gordita you know mentality and like was really hard on myself and was very very you know my expectations were very high just because I really wanted to embody the opposite so obviously there was a lot of self-work I knew I needed to really show up for myself I knew I wanted to be on tv I think the biggest thing that came out of that participation I mean now I I know that it's way bigger than this but back then was that I really wanted to do something bigger right than you know just living my average nine to five I had just graduated from high school so obviously um, I was already in college and for me just like seeing the mundane and like the day-to-day after experience such an elevated and just like out of you know the ordinary career was something that really sparked something inside of me so this experience really lit that up i knew i wanted something more for my life and i'm so grateful that i was able to go through that so that i can get that spark and i know we all have something you know one experience spark that inner fire inside of us that where we knew we were meant for more So I want to invite you to think about that for yourself. When was a time in your lifetime where you knew and you got a taste, you know, of success and like an extraordinary life and you knew you wanted more? If you're listening to this podcast, I know there was a time where you had that. So that was it for me. And going back to how this Mujeron movement started, fast forward to... 2018 lost my job at a tv network because after i had participated when i was 19 i went back home knocked on doors landed a tv job obviously there's like so much more to this it wasn't just like oh i left and i landed a tv job there was so much work and knocking on doors and saying no and so many things to where i finally landed a job on a tv network that was very much smaller And I learned so much through that experience. But from one day to the next, they closed the doors of the station. And it was one of those moments where we started hearing about, you know, TV, it's taking a different direction and all of that. And it so happened that our small little station was one of the ones that got hit. We were told that we didn't have a job the next day. And I was so lost I had no idea what I was going to do because in my mind, this was it, right? This first opportunity 
I was going to build a name for myself. I had only been there for three years. And that was my stepping stone into, you know, a different network or going into a network national level. And it wasn't the case. So I was really lost. I was really scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. And it so happened that that year, Nuestra Belleza Latina comes back. And this time, they open up their requirements of we're not only going to invite women who are a certain age group. Now it's open to everyone. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're on the bigger size or not. This is when like plus size modeling was also huge. And Ashley Graham, Denise Bidot, all of those models were coming out and people were embracing, you know, normal sized women. And this was something that I knew it was my time to really step into it and embrace the journey of really focusing on my talent and not the way that I looked. So I decided to drive to LA, went and sat in the audition, did this whole line. My husband went with me at this time. I was already married and it was such an amazing experience to go back in time almost, make the line, do the auditions. And there's def definitely like different auditions that you have to do. It's not just that one that comes out on TV. And I was selected again to be a part of this show that at one time made me feel so small so worthless like I wasn't able to accomplish my goal but here I was again standing in front of the people that made me feel that way and were now validating my talent were allowing me to see that I was able and it was just such a different experience I want you to take this into consideration this version of Sonia did not know that she was the only one that needed to validate that she was worthy of this goal. This version of Sonia had not done that deep inner work to know that a competition, an audition, you know, this type of opportunity didn't define who I really was, how talented I really am, what worth I had And I didn't need that validation. But this version of Sonia didn't really know that. I'm proud of her for showing up. I'm proud of her for having the courage to go back to a place that was so scary and didn't let her feel her best. And for her to go back seeking that validation really moves me now but I'm proud that she did something about it. She didn't sit there and wonder and, you know, think about what if she went after that goal and she went back to a place that probably didn't feel her best to get that closure. And sometimes we need to do that. So for me, that's what it was. It was like a full circle moment. I knew that I needed to go back with a bigger purpose. That is one thing that I am very proud of myself for doing and realizing at the time. So I created a shirt that said Mujeron because I really wanted to represent the 19-year-old version of me that had so many dreams and aspirations and was so confident about who she was. But going through that process 
that broke her took that away from her. And I wanted to go back and represent her and let her see that, hey, it's okay if you're a mujeron or if people are calling you a mujeron. And in many Latin American countries, mujeron is actually a compliment. But the way that it was used to identify me at that moment wasn't really that. So I went back with this shirt that said mujeron to represent me and all of the women that at some point were told, you are not good enough. You are not capable. Whether it's the way that you look, where you come from, your accent, whatever it is for you that made you feel like you weren't worthy enough of your goal, we are now representing that version of us, right? By doing the work, by going deep into this inner work, by really working on ourselves, we're really representing all of the version of us that at some point didn't feel worthy enough. So fast forward 2018, I'm in this place now where I obviously didn't make it through that competition, but I knew there was something much bigger with the shirt that said Mujer On. And I really wanted to continue to touch and talk to women and hear their Mujer On story. So I started going to different networking events where I met other women. I shared about my t-shirt and I slowly started to see that I wanted to create a space for Latinas where they came together and we talked about these conversations. And fast forward, right now there's a podcast, a coaching program, we have our signature event, but this didn't happen overnight. This happened way before 2018 in just showing up to those auditions, just going after our goals. So today I wanted to share this specific part of my journey because it took every single version of me to keep a promise that I made to myself to come back to the mission, to come back to that one thing going after what sparked that fire inside of me. That one 19-year-old that showed up for her goal. How can this version of me continue to honor her by continuing to show up and go after what I now want? So I'm going to share with you some of the things that helped me along the journey that I now know those were very significant strategies and steps that I needed to take in order to continue to keep the promises that I made to myself. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I don't continue to struggle with this, that I don't continue to work on this because every next level, every version of ourselves requires us to set new promises that are out of our comfort zone that are sometimes hard to keep but the key here is how we continue to show up even when we don't follow through how do we come back and try harder to really keep the promise that we made to ourselves? so let's get into it the first thing when keeping promises that you made to yourself is making commitments that truly matter to you Reflect on your values, your passions, and aspirations. Identify what the goals that really align with you at your core, your core beliefs, and bring you joy. 
when you have a strong emotional connection to your promises, you're more likely to stay motivated and committed. Now, accountability plays a vital role in keeping promises that you made to yourself. So find an accountability partner, a trusted friend, family member, a colleague, someone inside the Mujeron Movement community, um, maybe getting a mentor, a coach that can support you and encourage you on your journey. Share your goals with them and establish regular check-ins to track your progress. Now, I know accountability is like a whole nother pro- another podcast episode, but I really wanted to get into accountability because it is a crucial part from keeping the promises that you made to yourself. Having someone to share your victories, your challenges with, that really make the process more enjoyable. It makes it more relatable. You can identify with each other. And this increases the chances of you to follow through with these promises. Next, it's essential to create a realistic plan. Break down the promises into smaller manageable tasks, more manageable goals, right? Setting those really realistic goals and breaking them down. Set specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goals. So this is the SMART goals. We've talked about this on the podcast before. So being specific, make sure that there's some timelines, right? It's attainable, something that you can really do with your lifestyle, your capacity, your bandwidth, and they're very relevant to your core values, right? This is something that, this is a goal that really has to do with my end goal, my big vision, the big goals that you have. And again, setting the timelines. By breaking this, by breaking them into smaller actionable steps, you'll have a more clear roadmap to follow and a sense of accomplishment because you're doing smaller things that you're able to see, right? When we have really big goals, it's harder for us to see the results because obviously, like for example, if your goal is to get abs, you're not going to get abs in a couple of months. So if you set smaller goals that will then lead you to get these abs that you want, then you'll start seeing the the results in the smaller goals, right? Whether it's like, I want to show up to the gym five times a week. That's something that you can actually visualize and see, and it's more tangible. Um, And over time, you'll also see what your big goal is, which is the abs. Just an example here. Another powerful strategy is to visualize your success. I know this one can seem very hard and it's something that for me has probably been the the hardest to do. I like to do guided ones that can really help, but taking a moment each day to imagine yourself achieving these promises. Visualize the emotions, the satisfaction, the positive impact that it will have in your life 
This technique helps to reinforce your commitment. It enhances your belief, your ability to achieve what you set out to do. So again, this can be something that you look for guided visualization. And if it's really hard for you to sit and imagine, but one of the things that works for me with this is even doing like a visualization through journaling. So if you find it hard to visualize and sit and imagine, one of the things that can help you is writing down your biography from five years in, in the future. So who are you five years from today? Everything from the way you dress, from what you drive maybe, from who you're impacting, who you're surrounded with, who's your friend, what are the habits, the activities that you do. This has truly helped me and it's a form of visualization, right? It might not be you sitting down and imagining, but as you're writing, you really are. So imagine yourself really following through with these promises Life can throw so many unexpected challenges your ways. Setbacks are really inedible in our lives. Whether you're going through different phases, you know, even becoming a mom for me was something that wasn't really took away from who I was and what I wanted to do, but it definitely was something that I needed to get used to, was something that I needed to find the balance that I'm still finding the balance. So how we respond to these quote-unquote setbacks determines our ability to keep those promises to ourselves, cultivate that resilience, that growth mindset. And this is truly by continuing to do the things that we were talking about, right? It's by surrounding yourself with people who you can really identify with it's by doing the things the visualization the habits right that really help us get this resilience and get this growth mindset instead of viewing the setbacks as failures see them as an opportunity to learn and to grow embrace the lessons that they offer and I feel like this is easier said than done, right? Embracing those failures because there's definitely times where I feel like I've failed and I don't really see what the benefit or the lesson behind it is at the moment. But when you really take a moment to analyze, to break it down, to see what could I have done differently? What would I have done differently? Can gain clarity on what it is that that lesson was what it is that you could have done differently. It's so important to prioritize our self-care as well, taking care of our physical, mental, and emotional well-being really impacts how you're going to follow through with the promises that you made to yourself. So make time for the activities that recharge you, for practicing self-compassion, celebrating your progress along the way, and I love speaking about self-care and self-compassion because it's truly been something that has helped me a lot. Coming from, you know, the story that I told you, someone that was so hard on herself to now being more intentional about the way that I talk to myself and all of that is also something that it's important to know when you need to check yourself, right? Right. 
Uh, I think it's easy to kind of get lost in the self-compassion and be very lenient with how you don't show up as well. So be very intentional and be real, right? Check yourself when you know uh, you have, you can do better, but remember that you're human and it's okay to make mistakes. What matters most is how you get back on track is how you continue to try to follow through with your promises, how you honor your commitments that you made to yourself. Lastly, make your promises visible, write them down any place, Anywhere that you can see them, place them somewhere that you'll be able to see them daily. It can be a vision board, sticky note. It can be a screensaver. I love doing this with my clients. And this is something that helped me so much, especially when I'm going through something that's a little bit out of my comfort zone or something that I'm very scared to fail, you know, and you have to continuously talk nice to yourself creating a screensaver so that you can remind yourself. This constant reminder reinforces the commitment that you made to yourself. It helps you stay focused on that goal. So that brings us to the end of our episode. It definitely was not 15 minutes and I apologize for that. (laughs) But keeping promises that you made to yourself is so important. And I've been talking a lot about it online, on social media. So I knew I needed to create a podcast episode to go deeper into the things that help me. So remember, making commitments that resonate with your core values finding accountability, finding an accountability partner, creating realistic expectations and plan, visualizing success, embracing the setbacks, right? Knowing that you're human, but also knowing when to check yourself. All right, we're not going to leave that out. Prioritizing self-care, keeping your promises visible where you can see them, you can truly achieve greatness within. I know you are capable. So please, today is our free masterclass. I want to invite you to show up today. I am super excited. If you're listening to this in real time, it is today at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 Central. We're going to dive deep into keeping promises that we made to ourselves. So I cannot wait to see you, to get to know you. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. Stay tuned for more inspiring discussions on personal growth, success. Until next time, Mujeron, keep believing in yourself, achieving greatness, and keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the mujeron of your dreams.